One of the things I can always count on is that there will always be confirmation. Now, what is confirmation? Confirmation is when you get that sign from the universe, that little synchronistic kismet moment that reassures you that what you're doing is right. And the fact that Anchor by Spotify makes everything so easy to record my podcast and upload it, I've got episodes lined up for the rest of the year, all in one place, because everything can be done either on my desktop or on my phone. Anchor has the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast anywhere, right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. I would suggest downloading the Anchor app or going to anchor.fm to get started because the one thing that could happen is you put out something that everyone needs to hear and you get confirmation of exactly what you needed. Even though there are millions of podcasts already, the world doesn't have yours. Join Anchor today. Welcome back to another episode of Metaphysical AF. And today we're going to be talking about the earth chakras and the ley lines of the earth, as well as many other little things that you probably see every day or you notice and you don't really know what they are or what they do, but they're actually vortexes vortices of massive power. So just as we have a chakra system, the earth also has a chakra system, which is really great and really interesting. And the earth's root to crown chakra, the root to the third eye are always in the same position. And the crown chakra is said to navigate and move around the world as, as also the kundalini is said to move around the world as well. So just like we have veins that flow to our heart, ley lines are basically the lay, are the veins of energy that go around the earth in a similar, similar to DNA, the, like the structure of DNA and where ley lines intersect, it's believed that there are very high points of energy and high high concentrations of electrical charge at those spaces. Side note, and this is in no way, please don't come after me. Uh, there are actual naval bases on many of the Earth's ley lines. Um, if this is a place of high concentration and high energy, why are there naval bases on them? Is there something that we don't know about utilizing this energy? Well, let's just move forward. <laughs> The ley lines are home to some of the most sacred monuments and temples in the world, including the pyramids, Angkor Wat, Machu Picchu, Stonehenge. And if you think of these places like currents, um, you'll begin to see why these places uh, have such powerful meaning and why so much, so much happens around these spots. So... The root chakra is located in Mount Shasta, California, and the root chakra is Mount Shasta. And if you've ever been to Mount Shasta, driven past Mount Shasta, you know that there is an intense 
grounding, loving energy that comes from being in that part of the world. The sacral chakra is Lake Titicaca in Peru, um, Bolivia. And this is the beautiful, massive, like water vortex that comes into play with the sacral chakra. The solar plexus chakra is the northern territory of Australia called Uluru Katya Tejuta. So that's just wonderful and vibrant and really just really great. The heart chakra is the green covered, beautiful heart filled land of Glastonbury and Shaftesbury in England. The third eye chakra, it moves. So it's not the crown chakra that moves. I was mistaken about that. <laughs> it's actually the third eye chakra that moves and, and the Kundalini that moves. Um, so the third eye chakra is currently supposed to be in Western Europe near the heart chakra, bringing the balance of manifesting through your heart, living through your heart, as well as using your intuition and opening up the third eye that really connects you to the innermost ways of living. The crown chakra is supposed to be at Mount Kaliyas in Tibet, which is, which is very interesting and very wonderful. So that is where each chakra resonates on the world. And it was also said that the Kundalini, according to Drunvalil Melchizedek and the flower of life, um, books that you can find, um, on Amazon or in your local bookstore, uh, Drunvalil claims that the Kundalini of the earth has been in Tibet for thousands of years. And we see this as all of the yoga and the massive energetic and spiritual movement that comes out of Tibet in the way that we have seen this Piscean age really growing. Now that we're into the Aquarian age, the Kundalini has moved. And according to Drunvalo, the Kundalini is now in the area of Chile and that the next healing motion and movement will not be one of divine masculine, which yoga is very rooted in divine masculinity, very much structured and you must do it this way. And we're moving into this new Aquarian age, which is very much about embodying the divine feminine and being one and flowing and change and not being, uh, not being as structured or as finite feminine energy is flowing and moving and evolutionary and transmutation. So with the Kundalini now being in Chile, we are supposed to see a very big insurgence or some like a very big insurgence emergence of divine divine feminine energy coming from this part of the globe which is very exciting and wonderful to see as we know there are tons and tons and tons of divine feminine aspects coming into play into this world now and really changing the way people heal and the way people interact with each other and just raising the consciousness of the planet So ley lines have been attributed with energy fields, spirits, shamanic landscapes, and even UFOs. So 
Alfred Watkins spoke about ley lines in this book called The Old Straight Track, where he talked about old monuments and religious structures and monoliths all ended up in a straight line. But this phenomenon was noticed across all cultures and during different time frames that this would be manifest, that these things manifested themselves in different ways. And Paul Devereaux, who was the author of Shamanism and the Mystery Lines, says that ley lines are spirit paths that have some interesting um, inter interconnectedness and intertwinedness with ancient Indian spirit lines and shamanic landscapes. He says, Hopewell Indians built geometrical earthworks covering many acres, along with straight linear features, which seem to have been ceremonial roadways. In 1995, archaeologists announced the discovery of a 60-mile-long, dead-straight, Hopewell ritual road connecting earthworks at Newark with the Hopewell necropolis at Chillicothe. What makes this really interesting is that these geoglyphs are like the Nazca lines, which are... Uh, which uh, which occurred in shamanic tribes and were mostly based on hallucinogenic plants. So that's really interesting. So where are these ley lines connect on the earth? These are also supposed to be intense energy vortexes, and these are actually called gates. So like each gate starts they're just all over they where the ley lines intersect are where the gates are so like gate 9 is out in mount fuji in japan while gate 13 is in moscow and gate 13 only opens if the other 12 are healthy so basically just as like the earth just as we have our chakras and we're not in full alignment unless all of our chakras are balanced from root to crown you don't come into that eighth chakra, that ninth chakra, that you can go up to the 22nd chakra of your body. And as long as the chakra before that is open, then you are able to do that. But you cannot do that if any of your other chakras are blocked. Gate eight is in the Yucatan, which is really wonderful. The Yucatan Peninsula, where the, a lot of the Mayan and Aztec energies and lineages are. Gate 8 actually have actually placed a crystal in the... This episode is sponsored by Podcorn. I signed up for Podcorn and in less than 24 hours, I had acquired two sponsorships. No lie. I loved being able to record the proposal in a voice memo and share it with the sponsor. Podcorn connects podcasters to sponsorship opportunities such as host write ads, topical discussions, and even giveaways. So there's no middleman, and you don't have to be any certain size to use Podcorn. You set your own rates and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You never lose the rights to your podcast, and Podcorn supports you to make sure you're protected and paid for for the work that you do for brands. The mission is to give podcasters transparency and full control over how and when we monetize. Click the link in my show notes to sign your own podcast up and browse sponsorship opportunities. Ushmal Temple at Gate 8 because I felt very called to do this and Ushmal is the only temple in the Yucatan that is astronomically 
designed instead of geometrically designed. All the other temples in the Yucatan create geometric shapes and lay and geometric shapes and lines within their structures that are built. And Ushmal actually aligns with Venus, which is the Venus, the embodiment of divine feminine energy. Um, And whenever the summer solstice comes, the sun sets through the temple's doorways at Ushmal and light shines through the temple. And Ushmal means three times built. So it's really wonderful. If you want to dive into that, um, that energy and that, that level, please do. It is very interesting. It is wonderful information. (laughs) Uh, Gate 10 is actually in Maui, um, Hawaii. It is at the Haleakala Crater. So if you've been there and you've felt like an intense field of energy, it's because you are at intersecting ley lines, and which is very wonderful. Also, if you are in uh, Table, if you are near Table Mountain in Cape Town, South Africa, that is also a gate and an energetic vortex. Gate seven are the four mountains of Bali. So that's also what like people flock to Bali for spiritual enlightenment and spiritual whatever is because that is an intersecting point of two ley lines. So let's talk a little bit more about these ley lines. Ley lines first became a concept in 1921 by Alfred Watkins. He basically believed that ley lines were straight electromagnetic paths that connect the ancient sacred sites all over the world. Ley lines can't be seen on maps like latitude and longitude lines, but these lines are the foundational organization of the Earth's energetic grid. The Irish believe that ley lines are the path to fairies, and Peruvians and South Americans believe ley lines to be the spirit lines. In China, they are known as the dragon lines, and the ancient Aborigines called them the dream lines. There are cultures all around the world that believe that ley lines lead to magic, and they make it their mission to discover and decode this wisdom through these magnificent landmarks. We talked about obelisks earlier, and some of the major and most notable obelisks that we know of are the Washington Monument, and Cleopatra's Needle, which is in Central Park. These ley lines interconnect at these obelisks, so the obelisks are supposed to be indication of very powerful vortexes, and we all know how powerful the energy in Washington, D.C. is and the energy in New York City is. The ideas of ley lines being magical and mystical and in alignment with kind of everything, it's believed that where you have two or more ley lines converge, that you have a place of great power and great energy. And that where these ley lines intersect, they are also aligned with astrological constellations. Stonehenge, Glastonbury, the pyramids, Mount Shasta, Lake Titicaca, and Machu Picchu sit on the convergence of several ley lines. Um, Crossroads are particularly notable at supernatural areas and are said to be cross points between energy fields in the Earth's grid system or intersecting ley lines. Where ley lines have their where ley lines are crossed, a strong power spot was created and a, a vortex is essentially created. And vortexes are energy fields where electromagnetic energy rises from the earth and is said to be a portal for celestial or terrestrial spirits.
the earth's chakra points, of course, are where the energy spirals and flows are similar to like a faucet. <laughs> uh, the general essence of the earth's chakras are to magnify the energy that's correlated with the body's chakras. So whenever you are at these places, it is really good to tap in and really try to propel yourself and transmute the energies that you want to transmute. Going to these places for spiritual journeys are magnificent. It's really wonderful to go to these earth chakra points and these ley lines to enhance your transmutation, to enhance your evolution. We knew we came here because we knew we were to evolve and the human experience is all about evolving and being love and, you know, figuring that out. And we knew this would be a playground. So that's why we came here is to experience the play. I'm going to leave this episode on this quote. We are connected to Mother Earth through the subtle electrical current that runs around the entire planet. These electrical currents are almost like Mother Earth's veins. These ley lines are said to be able to take information or energy from these higher vibrational points and carry them around the world, spreading knowledge and wisdom to all inhabitants. If you think of ley lines as the Mother Earth's energy currents, you will begin to see how it is possible that Mother Earth also has the centers for enlightenment. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on social at metaphysicalaf. Tweet us at metaphysicalasf. Support this podcast by clicking the link in the description. To be entered to win a free session, be sure to rate the podcast on iTunes. Make sure to follow our merch store at Society6 and follow us on Facebook for updates. Thanks so much and stay magical. Bye.